Blog Talk Radio. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another Rough Writers Radio podcast. I'm the host, the Rough Writer. Today is our 521st podcast to date, entitled Trump. Cut him off at the knees. Let's begin. Well, there's three uh, three uh, items I want to cover. Want to cover in today's podcast. The first is Letitia James, the Attorney General of the State of New York. She now is in uh, bearing down on the Trump Organization <clears throat> in a civil, civil financial lawsuit against Trump. Uh, with the object being to shut that fucking organization down, that rancid, gangster, criminal enterprise known as the Trump Organization. And basically, she's going after the Trump family's uh, real estate appraisal company of choice, uh, the largest such entity in the world. Cushman and Wakefield, who have now been assessed a $10,000 per day fine for failure to turn over the documents requested by the Attorney General of the State of New York, Letitia James, uh, documents that would show that the Trump Organization was using various properties they owned around the country, specifically the uh, their golf, L.A. golf course. Uh, upstate Seven Springs and and upstate New York, 250 acres, and uh, 40 um, Wall Street, uh, building on 40 Wall Street, office tower. They would use those buildings and others, properties. They would deflate their value in order to uh, uh, lower their taxes, or they would inflate their value when pursuing a loans. She will get what she needs. I think in the, in the, uh, it, it's pretty, it's a foregone conclusion that she will eventually shut the Trump organization down as a criminal enterprise. <clears throat> uh, she could use the RICO statute, racketeer influence corrupt organization. And uh, New York state has its own RICO law and it would apply um, quite nicely uh, to to affect the shutdown and termination and destruction of the Trump Organization, <clears throat> which is only made up of a handful of family members anyway. The Donald Sr., Donald Jr., Ivanka, Eric, uh, Andrew Weiselberg, the, the former disgraced and soon to be indicted, and his trial is in sometime this month. Uh, Weiselberg, the former chief financial officer. And there's probably eight to ten others that constitute the entire Trump organization at the Trump Tower in New York City. Number two, the item number two we want to go to is it goes occurring down in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, in Fulton County. The district attorney in Fulton County, <clears throat> Atlanta. Fannie Willis is now has convened a special grand jury, not just a grand.
grand jury, a special grand jury, unlike a regular grand jury, hears only one case. They are convened to investigate and assess and pass and, and investigate one case, not a myriad of cases. And the case that Fannie Willis's grand jury is concentrating on is Donald Trump and his interference in the Georgia presidential elections of November 2020. His infamous phone call to the Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger, where Trump is was taped by Mr. Raffensperger, the Secretary of State of Georgia at that time, and currently still the same uh, Secretary of State. Uh, Mr. Raffensperger had taped the entire conversation <clears throat> wherein Trump is clearly uh, heard say, you know, I just need 11,780 votes. That's one more than we, we have. Can you, you know, can you possibly scrounge up <laughs> that number of votes uh, so we can win Georgia? Because after all, everybody knows we won Georgia by more than 400,000 votes. We all know that wasn't the case, Donald, you rat bastard. So uh, Fannie Willis has a, an extremely, extremely solid case. She's also subpoenaed uh, a sitting U.S. Uh, Senator, Lindsey Graham, who also made several phone calls to the uh, Secretary, Georgia Secretary of State, uh, Brad Raffensperger, trying uh, for him to, uh, you know, to change the votes, to change the outcome. Uh, and also Rudy Giuliani, who did his part to also affect a change in, on behalf of Trump, uh, leaning on the uh, Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger. So those two have been <clears throat> indicted or um, subpoenaed by District Attorney Fannie Willis. And then the third item that we want to touch upon in today's podcast would be concerning the Department of Justice, United States Department of Justice, and their, their confiscation of the cell phones of John Eastman, the author, the infamous author of, of Trump's, uh, Trump's uh, plan to remain in power <clears throat> by um, halting the electoral vote count on January 6, 2021, calling it into question and allowing for <clears throat> the electoral uh, votes that Biden legitimately won in seven states, uh, Nevada, uh, Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, uh, Georgia, Florida, and uh, one or two others, and they they would be instead uh, those electoral votes, college votes would be returned to those aforementioned states to be. Uh, <clears throat> deliberated upon by those respective state legislatures who in turn would substitute uh, the electors for Biden with an alternative 
fake, artificial, uh, fraudulent slate of electors that were uh, aligned with Trump, pledged to Trump. And, uh, of course, uh, the other phone, the other individual whose phone, cell phone was received uh, was was uh, <clears throat> taken from was Jeffrey Clark. And Jeffrey Clark, um, there was video cam of him being last week. <clears throat> Department of Justice agents went to his house in the wee hours of the morning, 5.30 to 6 a.m. in uh, Arlington, Virginia, and he answered the door in a dress shirt and his underwear. And they asked him to stand outside where they spent three and a half hours <clears throat> searching his home for various electronic devices. Jeffrey Clark was at that time <clears throat> a mid-level employee at the Justice Department. Uh, he was in the <clears throat> environmental <clears throat> uh, environmental protection department section of the uh, Justice Department. And at Trump, at one time, it was on January the 2nd, he had uh, Clark in the Oval Office with him, and he was all set and ready to make Jeffrey Clark, a mid-level Justice Department employee, he was all ready to make him the new interim attorney general in place of the then-acting interim attorney general, Jeffrey Rosen. Pass. Thank God. So Jeffrey Clark, John Eastman, they are the uh, the targets now of the Department of Justice. So there you have it. There are three open investigations on the Trump White House and specifically Donald Trump. His days are fast approaching the end of the road. He will be indicted before the end of this year. It won't be before the end of 2023. It'll be before the end of this year, 2022. He will be indicted. And he will be indicted either by uh, Fannie Willis, the district attorney of Fulton County, i.e. Atlanta, Georgia, or uh, Letitia James, uh, Cushman, uh, uh, the attorney general of the state of New York, or the uh, Department of Justice, Merrick Garland. Um, any one of those or all three, but I, my, it's going. To, it's safe to say that at least one, if not all three, will arrive at the same destination, indictments against Donald John Trump. There you have it. So, boys and girls, mommies and daddies, this is the old Rough Rider rounding third heading for home. And as always, stay well, keep it lit, and remember, We ride, so you can just decide.